0: Dave and Dejanovic, your morning companions, for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio.
1: Paying close attention this morning to the developments out of Mexico, where four Americans went down there for a medical procedure. Uh, they were all kidnapped at gunpoint in this wild kidnapping by what we think is the cartel, two of them dead. Found dead, according to Mexican authorities. Two alive, one of them, however, uh, the two who who are alive, one of them is
2: injured, Dave. Debbie, I'm, I'm just, this is brand new. You you told me about this five seconds before we uh, got on air. I missed uh, the, the update on this, yeah. the development. I, I've got to learn more about this, what they were down there for. You won't believe it. What's the response going to be from the United States? What are you doing to protect your citizens that are traveling ...to other countries. It's 9 8 It's time for the launch.
3: Sequence engaged.
2: And here are three things that Debbie wants you to know.
3: Countdown three.
1: Uh, this morning at 1145, make sure you are tuned in. 1145, Elizabeth Smart calls the show. Um, we're also going to speak to an author of a new book about the kidnapping... ...who will take us day behind-the-scenes... ...he's joining us in studio at 1030 this morning for the police and the family and the media conflicts, many of us knew nothing about, but you're going to learn about them today. Um, Like the day she was rescued and the cops who found her walking on State Street nine months after she'd been kidnapped, who pulled her aside from her kidnappers and asked her if she was Elizabeth Smart. I remembered back in 2003, I interviewed one of those officers or a couple of them Here's what Officer Tori Rasmussen told me back in 03 after she was rescued. So she did not want to admit initially who she was, isn't that right? That's correct. What did she, she tell you?
2: She was deceitful in her answers. She wasn't telling us the truth. Uh, like Officer Jones said, Victor Quisada and Bill O'Neill arrived and we took her aside.
1: Answers on scene that she was Elizabeth Smart. I'm looking forward to full coverage today starting at 1030.
2: We remember the result that she was returned to her family. What we may have forgotten is the chaos. And quite honestly, it was chaotic on so many levels, not just locally and with the police investigation, but this was a national story. This was a a story that, that reached across the globe and we were captivated by it. And when she was returned, all was forgotten. This reminds us of some of, the the chaos that was happening during the surge.
1: Countdown to. Well, the legislature is adjourned. So let's compare the state budget then and now. We're going to take a walk back in time. What was it? 1999, Dave, you looked at 1999 when the state budget seemed like peanuts compared to what we're spending today. So at 935, we're going to take an in-depth look into how lawmakers plan to spend your tax money. For example, is it okay with y'all that we're buying a new state plane? I think the price tag on that is seven mil. That
2: that's a rounding error right now with that budget. Let me let me just give you a little tease, Deb. The budget back in nineteen ninety-nine, the state budget, the entire thing pays for everything, six point seven billion dollars. The one we just passed, twenty nine wow. billion. Even adjusted for inflation. That's more than double what it should be.
1: Launch countdown. Our top story this morning, those four Americans who crossed into one of the most violent spots on the globe for a medical procedure. Uh, Here's what we've learned uh, in the last few minutes. They were driving from South Carolina into Texas and into the tip of Mexico in a white minivan, and they never made it to the doctor's office. Shot at, kidnapped, manhandled in the back of a truck two of them now dead one of them injured another one um, both of two others have been you know found alive but one of them is injured the sister dave of one of those missing americans saying they begged told them please don't go down to mexico so i'm just
3: checking on you that's what i told them thursday and then like i said friday morning i texted and i didn't get anything
2: My daughter is in Mexico right now. Mexico City, she's in the MTC, but this doesn't make me feel any better about what's going on in Mexico. This is terrifying.
1: Dave and Dujanovic.
2: The launch.
1: Commence. Dave and Dujanovic.
2: Special coverage of the
0: top national story.
1: They vanished almost the moment they crossed the border into one of the most dangerous spots on the globe in Mexico. Two of the four Americans kidnapped have been found dead. The other two found alive. One of them is injured. Um, this is a tragic story on so many levels. I'm going to get into a moment why they went over the border despite family begging them not to go.
2: And this information, the latest information, is coming from the Mexican president, Obrador. This is the... This, Story. We were watching it. The video came out of them being kidnapped. We watched this happen. And it made me realize and and think back on an interview we had with Mike Lee. This was years ago, but it was prophetic.
0: Mexico is leaning dangerously toward becoming a failed state uh, when the drug cartels become as big and as powerful and as bold and as callous toward human life.
2: When you pluck four Americans off the street and then broad daylight. Yeah, exactly. Broad daylight with cameras all over the place. And then just shortly after they they they're found dead.
1: I watched a report this morning on Good Morning America's and and they they got a lot more information about these victims. One of them is a 33 year old mother of six. Now, mind you, we don't know, I don't think at this point, um, who survived and who didn't survive. They went down for a cosmetic procedure.
0: ABC News learning their names. Latavia Tay McGee, Woodwards, Woodward, Del Brown, and Eric Williams. McGee's mother, Barbara, telling ABC News her daughter was traveling from Lake City, South Carolina, to Mexico for a cosmetic procedure with her cousin and two others. Barbara says she told her daughter she did not want her to go, but her daughter said, quote, Ma, I'll be okay. She says Tay called her when she was 15 minutes away from the doctor's office, but she did not hear from her again, saying,
1: quote, her phone
0: just started going to voicemail.
2: South Carolina
1: mm-hmm.
2: and went to Mexico. It's
1: a long way from the violence in
2: Mexico. A long way. Mm-hmm. This false sense of, of security. Like, what, what do we know? What do you know in South Carolina about the the safety situation in Mexico? How safe it is?
1: It's a level four right now for danger, which is the highest that the State Department will give. They have a website. It says level four. It's as dangerous, according to the United States safe, uh, State Department, as Afghanistan and North Korea for U.S. travel. The travel advisory
0: for uh, Tamaulipas state remains at level four. Do not travel. Uh, we encourage Americans to heed that heed that advice.
2: And Debbie, again, I I can't help but go back to to my own experience where my daughter is right now. I know. I know that.
1: A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade follow the letter at the letterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts
2: and uh i mean this is a tragic story for these families but what is going on in mexico right now and what's the response of of the united states government mm-hmm. because it's it's your obligation it's your duty to to make sure that when americans travel to mexico our neighbor who we having unreal connection with, whether it's financially, culturally, socially, whatever it is, we have this intimate connection with Mexico, and it is not safe right now. What is the United States government doing for us?
1: Uh, In the 10 o'clock hour, we're going to dive into how unsafe it is and what the warnings hold if you do go to Mexico. I'm thinking about spring breakers and parents who may be uh, knowing that their kids are traveling down there. Uh, for spring break very soon or families are planning summer vacations for. We're going to dive into that in the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, I want to dive into this straight ahead. The lure of Mexico for inexpensive cosmetic procedures and even medical procedures is so real that it has now played out with the death of two Americans and the two others who survived were still kidnapped at gunpoint when they went down there for a cosmetic procedure. Um, I compared costs, Dave. You tell me uh, if you would be lured down to Mexico for like LASIK surgery, for example. Um, a hysterectomy. Maybe someone in your family uh, needs a hysterectomy. If I'm going to name you the price prices of those procedures compared to U.S. prices, you're going to see why these people likely traveled to Mexico. Dave and Dujanovic, special
0: coverage of the top national story. Two
1: of the four Americans who drove their white minivan into a very, very dangerous part. It's one of the most dangerous spots on the planet, in fact, Mexico, for a cosmetic procedure. Two of them are dead. They were all kidnapped, probably by the Mexican drug cartel.
2: Of course, yeah.
1: FBI did offer a $50,000 reward as they tried to work the case to free them, Um, but two of them are dead. Two of them are, um, they were found alive, but one of them is injured. We don't know the extent. We don't know what happened. There was a shootout or something down there with the authorities that were trying to save these Americans. Um, But what we do know is family members begged them, begged them not to leave the Comforts of America, drive from South Carolina to Texas and cross the border.
3: So I'm just checking on you. That's what I told them Thursday. And then, like I said, Friday morning, I texted and I didn't get anything.
2: Yeah. That was a sister from one of those yeah. kidnapped, right? And friends. the
1: phone calls started going to voicemail and the text messages went unanswered. And you know what
2: that means. And when we were watching the video, because this was caught in broad daylight, middle of the day, You could see armed men, they had some body armor, loading these individuals, kind of throwing them in the back of a truck. It wasn't rushed, though. That was strange. It was walk over, grab them, put them in the truck. It wasn't like you open up the side of the van, throw them in, and speed off. There was no urgency is they were kidnapping these individuals. I
1: thought they were going to be kidnapped for ransom after the story started to spill out into the national media late yesterday that, um, you know, they would want 10000 or $20,000, which is pretty typical of situations like this down in Mexico. It's not unusual for that to happen. In fact, there are many warnings that the State Department issues about this kidnapping for ransom. Uh, unfortunately, that turn out not to be the case. It's two of them are dead. One of them is a 33-year-old mother of six. Oh, I don't know if she's actually let me back up. We actually don't know which of the four were shot and killed. We do know that of the four, one of them who went down there was a 33-year-old mother of of six whose mother also begged her not to go.
2: Did they drive their own vehicle? Yeah, it was a North Carolina
1: vehicle. license plates. Okay. That's a good question. Was it rented? Uh, we don't, I don't know for sure.
2: But it was a, a vehicle they brought right. from the state. So they
1: go from, yeah, they go from South Carolina, at least, we're, we're tracked so far. One of them lives in South Carolina. And, and they're they're going with this group. I think one of them was a cousin. And then it looked like maybe two women and two men. So I thought, well, maybe the men were like their their buddies, their reinforcements, you know, for safety.
2: Strength in numbers yeah. idea. Yeah, right.
1: which didn't pan out, right? Um, but the lure of Mexico for medical procedures, I'm going to read you this price list. I'm going to compare what prices are in Mexico compared to the out-of-pocket expenses in the United States for some of these procedures. And you'll start to see the the draw. Um, however, I want to remind our listeners, Dave, that this is a level four security red flag warning from the State Department, which means it as is as violent as Afghanistan and North Korea for US travel. And also in the ten o'clock hour we're going to dive into summer vacations and spring breakers in Mexico. All right, we're gonna dive into that angle. You ready for this? Breast implants. In the US, it's sixty four hundred dollars. Mexico, it's 3800 you know, a lot of people who have had gastric bypass. Yeah, absolutely. Very popular. Want to lose weight. Sure, yeah. The U.S., $30,000. What I don't know is if any of that is covered by insurance. I would imagine maybe it depends yeah. on the circumstances. Right. In Mexico, it's tens of thousands of dollars cheaper. The list price there is about $14,000. So, I mean, $15,000 cheaper, $19,000, whatever it is. It's a lot cheaper there. Not doing a good job at math today. Um, Liposuction, also another popular cosmetic procedure. And again, we don't know what cosmetic procedure they went down there for. In the US, $5,500 for lipo. In Mexico, you can get away with paying about $2,900.
2: So we're seeing 40 to 60% savings.
1: How about LASIK? 4,000 in the United States, less than 2,000 in Mexico for both eyes, for both eyes. Um, Gustavo Rodriguez, our our producer, um, your family is from Mexico and you travel down there frequently to visit them, uh, especially over like Christmas vacation, but you've also been down there when you lived in what California for LA, dental yeah. procedures, yeah. right? Yeah. So talk about that.
3: Yeah. So when I was in uh, middle school, early high school, my dad decided that I needed braces, and for sure. So we went to uh, Southern Mexico, and I got the my the dental procedure. I got my braces in Southern Mexico in the state of Michoacan, which is also on the list. Um, As dangerous. As dangerous. Wow. It's it's I, I've seen it on CNN and all that that it, it's on the list. Um, and then, you know, as a I I had to get my braces adjusted every month. So a friend of a, of my dad's, uh, n- uh knows a doctor and the doctor is in Tijuana on the border, on the other side of San Diego. And that we would, we, we would go down there every fourth, every Saturday, every, every fourth Saturday of the month. Has,
2: how have things changed since you were in middle school? Safety wise, does it is this always been the threat and we're just aware of it because of this story or are are things more dangerous now? So
3: so when I was little, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know. I don't know how how bad it was down there. But I've always known there's always been cartels. There's always been violence. But in certain states, not all of them, not all of Mexico and, uh, you know, sadly, I've always known about the state, uh, in the city of Matamoros. This is where that happened. The darkest
1: was, corner of Mexico. And they went down there for that that cosmetic yeah, procedure. Yeah. It's, yeah would yeah. you ever go down there? No not, to you know, not to that state or the
3: area. state or city. No, no, no. It's always it's always been Tijuana or southern Mexico, where my family's from.
1: And how did your teeth hold up? Uh, are they still straight? Smile for us.
3: According to my dentist here in West Valley, he says that they do a great job down in Mexico. Okay.
1: Well, I was looking. I've had a couple of root canals. Now that we want to talk about that over breakfast, but it's expensive here. Uh, Thirteen hundred dollars compared to two hundred and fifty bucks in Mexico. It's an eighty percent savings. So one of the things.
2: The one of the things that Gustavo uh, said really resonated with me, um, and and really regarding this story as well is he knows this place, he knows this state, he knows this city, he knows it's dangerous. Americans don't know this. Unless you do the research, which sometimes you can ignore when the price is right.
0: I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold.